Well, it's another random midday because we're all still locked up and we got nothing better to do with our time than talk about beer and drink beer. Yep. It is who knows what day. Uh... Oh yeah, my computer doesn't tell me that. I'm pretty sure it's Thursday. My computer does tell me that it is April the 2nd, and I know that it's the 2nd because yesterday was the first in <laughs> April Fools in lockdown mode. We had some fun in the Shrier residence. You guys get up to any shenanigans, any hijinks go on at uh, your place of quarantine, self-isolation, whatever you want to call it. We had the usual array of plastic bugs left in places that you wouldn't want to find a bug pillowcases cereal cups of tea that sort of thing um i can't remember too many others actually now that i think about it uh i did a good one i i assigned my kids um a, a school project you know we've been getting them to do work obviously while they've been at home and uh so i did i told them it was a mixed music and geography lesson and i asked them to look up the lyrics to the national anthem of Spain. And uh, if they if they didn't find them in English, they would need to translate them. And then um, either tell me something interesting about the lyrics or uh, at least what the lyrics are about. Um, you know, and I talked about how Canada's nationalistic, but talking a lot about the, the nature of our country. And uh, America's is a lot about war and the rockets, red glare and bombs bursting in air and all sorts. Uh, you know, the UK, it's just God save the king or the queen. Queen right now for my whole life, certainly. Um, so what, what was the Spanish one? My daughter, Grace, refused, point blank, kicked up a tantrum, cried, sat on the coffee table and stared at the turtle terrarium and refused to talk to me. Pretty normal, if I'm honest. And, uh, and my son, Ben, who is um, a very um, thoughtful and, and, and uh, he adheres to the rules. He's a rule follower. Um, he went into his room and he pulled out his iPad and started researching and found um, a lyric sheet in Spanish, used Google Translate, translated it, started uh, checking into what the lyrics might mean or say. To be clear, the Spanish national anthem has no lyrics. It's an instrumental anthem. It's apparently one of four in the world uh, to have no lyrics. So I guess in a way that joke backfired on me, but uh, it was a funny one. I laughed. So happy April Fool's yesterday. Uh, get at me if you had a fun uh, prank, maybe a beer-related prank. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> anyway, let's get to this. We got uh, Beauty. I have the benefit, well, for one, of one of the best mailmen, uh, delivery agents, as we're technically called these days, but he does identify as male. Uh, best mailman uh, in the business. His name is Andrew. He is phenomenal. Don't think he listens to the podcast. Uh, would be a friend of the pod if he wanted to be. Andrew? Our friendship is here for you. But anyway, uh, he dropped me off a, a beer delivery, which is always a nice thing to get. I also had a beer delivery. Actually, uh, if you're watching at home, you might see him wearing a Godspeed Brewing uh, t-shirt right now. I'd ordered some beer from Godspeed and uh, Ryusuke, the uh, head chef, was out on delivery duty. He came by and delivered, as I noted in a, an Instagram post, delivered beer with the same, I think I said, uh, uh, style and class, uh, with which he slices the most delicate, beautiful slices of hamachi. 
And it was good to see him and catch up even just through the screen window. Because, uh, of course, I'm still in quarantine. Uh, I'm told Canada Post's policy says I'm going to be in quarantine until next Friday. <sighs> Maybe when I'm out of quarantine, we'll flip to season five of the Toronto Beer Podcast. And hopefully we won't be over 20 episodes uh, yet. Because right now we're at 13. Lucky number 13, as noted. Anyhow, uh, Andrew dropped off a uh, mailed uh, beer package to me uh, yesterday or two days ago. They're all bleeding into one, if I'm honest, uh, from the good folks. Sorry, there's a lot going on in my street right now. I keep looking to my left. My kids are out there drawing with chalk. Uh, my neighbors across the road seem to be, I don't know, doing something. But there's a lot of action out of my window and I don't have any curtains. So that's a problem. My apologies if I'm constantly getting distracted. Um yeah, beer parcel delivered from the good folks at, holding this up for the cameras, People's Pint Brewing Company, love it, including a lovely uh, leather-bound, uh, handcrafted in China, no less, or in China, sorry, not China, Canada, that's why I was so impressed, handcrafted right here in Canada, I don't know if you can see that, there it is, uh, Beautiful bottle opener. I love these guys. Nice leverage. Lots of pop to them. And yeah, beautiful embossed uh, leather uh, sleeve. Beautiful work, guys. I really appreciate that. Uh, dropped off some beer. So let's get into it. Now, they dropped off a selection. And I love a good selection of beer. What do we get? Okay, I'm not going to talk about that one. Although if you're watching on YouTube, you already know because it's in the title. Anyway, uh, Gose Cuervo. This is their Tequila Lime Gosa beer, which is normally a sour beer as it is, uh, and a little salty, so it's like the margarita beer. It's perfect. If you've ever had a Bud Light Lime Margarita, suck an egg and get a Gose Cuervo into you. It is delicious. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, Mango Fett, which is their East Coast style IPA featuring the mask uh, visage on the label of Bobo Fett. Uh, I think anyone who really knows anything's favorite Star Wars character. Shots fired, guys. Shots fired. Anyway, uh, what else was in there? Uh, ride tap that, R-Y-E apostrophe D, as in like I'd tap that, which I think was a rye pale ale. I didn't look that closely, to be honest, um, but I love a good rye uh, whatever, to be honest with you. Throw some rye in all your beer. It's spicy. I like it. Uh, what else was in there? Oh, one that uh, is no longer available. They just included it because, uh, why not, uh, called Parka Weather, I think it was called. It seemed to be a coffee stout, I think gonna have one of those the one of these one of these evenings i think that's gonna be an evening time beer for me uh hell's hell's island i think it was called looked good looked good but what we're gonna be talking about today is this guy this is time lord american ipa now i reached out to doug who is the co-founder of people's pint brewing i'll tell you a bit about people's pint after the beer park because they're a really cool brewery i'm really into what they do um because, of course, I said, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. Uh, is there any specific beer you want me to focus on? And he said, probably not the Parka weather, because that's not available anymore. But uh, anything else, go for it. And what he said was, if you're looking for something IPA and you like your IPA East Coast, Mango Fett. If you like it West Coast, Time Lord. Now, I like my IPA, period. East Coast, West Coast, North Coast, British. Hey, I'll take them all. Uh, but I've done a couple of Hazy Boy East Coasters recently. Yeah, I remember, uh, of course, we did the Great Lakes, the Voodoo Haze. That was a hazy boy. Um, and I thought, well, I haven't done a proper West Coast style IPA in a long 
long time. And I've referenced them in talking about the East Coast guys or the New England style, if you prefer. Um, but I haven't actually done one in quite some time. So I'm going to do that. This is Time Lord. I've got my uh, my Spiegelau uh, IPA glass. Remember these guys? They were super hot for a while. I like these glasses. Little bit of a weird shape. I used to tell people when I was, uh, I wasn't ever actually selling these, but I was involved with the company that imported them a bit doing some demos. I said, uh, I pictured as like a mix between a bong and a sex toy. If you're listening to the podcast and you've never seen one of these, there's a mental picture for you. Anyway, Spiegelau IPA glass, beautiful, beautiful piece of German glassware. Uh, we're going to crack open this uh, Time Lord using the new bottle opener. And I think at least for season four, this is the first. I don't think I've done a bottle yet this season. So here we go. Oh, yeah. Something good feeling about popping a crown cap. Cans are good in a lot of ways. Maybe not so good in some other ways, depending on who you ask. But it's hard to beat the feeling of cracking a cap off a beautiful bottle of beer. Plus, come on, listen to that. Look, 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 look. Oh, I'm not doing this for the camera, though. Hang on a sec. Cameras. There you all are. Oh, yeah. Oh, I almost I have overfilled it slightly. Oh, dear. In my in my anxiousness to ensure that I was getting it on camera, I overfilled it slightly. Uh, good news. Nice, clean glassware. Dirty beer glass police got nothing on me. 911's a joke in your town. Um, I did just clean this glass, so I would hope it would be clean. <sighs> OK, let's do this, guys. So here we go. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. That's nice. Oh, that's everything you want it to be. Piney, citrus peel, maybe a little bit of orange juiciness or lemon juiciness. Definitely can smell the malt, which in a West Coast is important. Um, it's not as balanced as a, as a British IPA, but whereas the malt really just lays the groundwork for the New England style. West Coast, you do want to get some malt in there, and it might even be crystal malt. Um, Crystal malt in the West Coast uh, uh, IPAs was a big thing for a while. Crystal malt, if you don't know, um, I can't exactly remember how they do it at the malt house, but basically there's a way that some of the sugar converts and when they kiln it, it actually crystallizes on the outside and it's very sweet malt. Um, used too much, it becomes cloyingly sweet. It's not an attractive thing if it's overused. And of course, because everything in brewing gets overused eventually, it went through a, a period there where crystal malt was sort of frowned upon. If you're not watching the videos, I'm frowning. But there's no need. Uh, uh, um, a responsibly used crystal malt is a thing of beauty. So, mm. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. That's a really good example of the style. That is what that is. That is bang, bang on. Very bitter. Not sticky. I've had some West Coasts that are sticky, leave your teeth feeling like a violin bow, but that's not that far, but it's definitely, definitely notably bitter. A lot of citrus peel and tons of pine, very piney, uh, which I love. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Nice multi profile to it as well. Uh, kind of comes through after the initial onslaught of the hops. Not sure if there's crystal malt in there on the palate. If there is, very responsibly used, which is what we're looking for. That should be the thing. Crystal malt should never be like, oh, there's crystal malt in that. That's not a good thing. But when you're like, 
is that sweetness coming from the crystal malt? It could be, could be. Um, lovely, lovely malt profile though. Something a little bit more complicated in there. Hang on. Hard to say. I'm wondering, maybe some Munich or Vienna? Something with a little bit more breadiness to it. Kind of like warm brown bread. I think. I think. Well, I'll tell you this. I know who knows. Doug or uh, Pete or one of the people who work at People's Pint. So get at me, guys. Uh, let me know. It's delicious, though. This reminds me of the first time I ever had uh, Red Racer uh, IPA. It was mind-blowing. Or Punk IPA from uh, Brewdog. So those are both West Coast style IPAs, and this one fits right in there. I, I don't know, because I haven't had either of those in quite some time. I wouldn't be surprised if I actually preferred this one. Um, this one's heavier on the pine, I find. It's not exclusively piney, though, but there's a lot of evergreen here, and I like that a lot. I know that might not sound attractive to a lot of people, but trust me, it works really well. Mm. Though, that being said, West Coast IPAs is part of the thing that made people who dislike that aspect of hops hate IPAs. So it's up to you. I think they're fantastic. Bit, bit of a challenging beer when it comes to food. I think we are going to talk food. And yes, I know I forgot to do the food with the welly. I'm going to get there. Don't worry. I heard you guys. I heard you. Um, with the... Uh, with the West Coast style IPA, you are going to go hot. That's going to be the best thing. And now here's something I'm going to recommend to you. And it is a thing that I don't personally eat. And often, you know, if I say, oh, like instead of jerk chicken, make jerk fish. I just don't know that there's an equivalent here. Maybe I could try it with, um, you know, the light life makes these tenders. They're supposed to be like chicken strips. Could maybe try this. Sorry, this is making me burp a lot. Um... I think I'm guzzling it because I'm liking it so much. I could try making a veg version. But anyway, what I was going to say, this guy's going to work really well, I think, with some Nashville hot chicken. You know about hot chicken, guys? Oh, if you know about hot chicken, you know hot chicken. Go down to Hattie B's. Oh, yeah, I hear that's where you get your hot chicken if you eat chicken and like it hot. George likes his chicken spicy. But I digress. Uh, why are you going to eat... Um, Hot chicken with this. Well, what, the first thing you need to know is what is hot chicken? Hot chicken is a southern fried chicken. Um, but then it's it's tossed in a sauce. And it's not just like Frank's. It's, it's almost always a house-made sauce. It typically involves either some of the frying oil or just some melted lard as the, the agent for the sauce. And it's generally, um, there will be some fresh ingredients, like possibly some fresh chilies and uh, maybe some onion or something like that. But it's often a lot of dried um, herbs and spices, much like the kernel. Um, oh, the kernel with his wee beady eyes saying... You're going to buy my chicken. Anyway, uh, not the Colonel. This is Nashville hot chicken. Um, but yeah, the, the sauce is typically very, very spicy. Uh, I understand. Um, uncomfortably so. And the reason why that's going to work well, as I always say, big hops keeps up with big spice, cuts through it a lot of the time. And that's important. And then, of course, fried chicken is fatty, if we're honest, greasy even. And then think about if you then take what it's cooked in, that fat, and make a sauce out of it and coat the chicken in that fat, well now it's a very greasy uh, dish. 
because of the bitterness and that that almost sticky quality of this uh this beer that's going to clean up that that fatty that that greasiness in your mouth and and refresh you for the next bite and you're going to keep going back and forth hot chicken time lord hot chicken time lord now i know that there's places in um toronto where you can apparently buy very authentic uh hot chicken of course you could go uh to nashville and get some hot chicken uh but you can make it yourself and especially in these locked in times i would highly recommend having a crack at some nashville hot chicken look it up online you know it's on the one hand it's not a wildly complicated thing to do on the other like you're not gonna find hattie b's recipe because that's like this 11 secret herbs and spices they're not telling but you can get pretty close from my understanding so go ahead make up some hot chicken um, and i would suggest to you perhaps not a lot of people have a dedicated deep fryer it's not hard to set up a deep frying pot or even better a wok very safe in a wok lots of room for expansion um but try shallow frying and by shallow i don't mean like the way you'd fry bacon but just in a frying pan with an inch or so of oil um shallow frying chicken uh, works really well you just have to be a little bit more conscientious with how and when you turn it so food for thought ah, food for thought get it yeah that was a good one I'm not a dad for nothing. Anyway, uh, that's what we're eating with this, I think. And I, I, I'll i give some tenders a whirl and see. Or, you know what? We do these tofu nugs. Oh, we do tofu, like buffalo-style tofu nuggets for dinner a lot. And uh, maybe I could do it like hot chicken-style tofu nugs. That'd be all right. Anyway, uh, that's where we're at. Oh, here comes my son, Ben. Wow. Do you want to come on the camera, Ben? No, thanks. No, Ben's very shy. Always a no thanks. Did you need anything, pal? I don't know where mom went either. She's not on the podcast. I'll tell you that for free. Anyway, I say I tell you that for free a lot. I worry sometimes. Maybe I need a phrase. The thesaurus. It's a tough word to say. I'm going to drink some beer. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, and the best part about this is this is a bomber. It's a 500 ml bottle, I think, or maybe 650. I think it's five. Huh, funny enough, it doesn't seem to say. Oh, no, it does. 500 right there. Yep. 7% ABV. That's a proper West Coaster. Anyway, uh, 500 mils means I've got almost half a glass waiting in that bottle. Plenty of beer. I like it. Okay, uh, real quick. Uh, step back a minute. Russian Imperial Russian Stout from Wellington Brewing. Never talked about what you would eat with it. Fantastic dessert beer for obvious reasons. Chocolate and smokiness and burnt sugar, delicious. Um, really good with desserts and stuff. But if you want to try something a little bit different, I would suggest trying it. Man, everything's meat recently. And I was going to say with ribs, like good, proper barbecued ribs with the right sauce, especially if you had a sauce, maybe that included some of those tastes like coffee. Might work really well for you. It might. Um, my apologies if you, like me, don't eat ribs or chicken but i'm a chef by training i don't think in really confined spaces and those are things that would work really well so if you get down to that cool if you don't hey drink it with whatever you want man it's probably delicious with most things so that's what you're going to have with that uh the other thing worth mentioning with um, stouts and especially imperial stouts with cheese really weird but give it a try a nice salty blue cheese goes really well with stouts sometimes so Give that a whirl, as they say. Uh, let's talk a little bit about People's Pint. Uh, People's Pint is in the junction. Um, just holding up their logo here on the label for the good folks to see at home, including their uh, socials. So uh, 
you can follow them. Good guys, girls too, I'm sure. Good people. I tend to use guys in a non-gender specific way, but of course most people don't, so I gotta be careful with that. Anywho, People's Pint opened up oh, two years ago, three years ago. I've kind of lost track, but uh, super cool brewery because uh, both Doug and Peter were uh, homebrewers. Still are, I'm sure, although technically they're professional now, so can you still be a homebrewer? I don't know, but they were big time homebrewers. And part of their uh, goal when they opened People's Pint was to make it like a, a, um, a supporting brewery for home brewers. So they frequently, I think always, have a tap or two at the brewery that's a collaborative beer that they've made with the home brewer. Um, on the one hand, it means they get constant new ideas and, and the ability to brew crazy and fun and interesting things. But the flip to it is it means that a home brewer um, who has a really cool recipe has an opportunity to actually brew in a production environment, which a lot of them have never done. And it is different for sure. And also uh, to get some exposure to their beer. Um, so People's Pint's great for that. Love that they do that. Uh, really heavily involved with GTA Brews, which is the I think biggest or second biggest homebrewing community in the country um, and right here in Toronto, GTA Brews, uh, really cool, cool place. If you do homebrew and you're not part of GTA Brews, you probably should be. And if you're even interested, uh, curious about homebrewing, it's a really good spot to check out. They're most active, I find, on Facebook. Um, so and I think you have to send in a request still, but uh, the mods are pretty quick. So check them out on Facebook and give them a like or whatever you have to do. Oh, the kids do these days. But uh, you can join in there and just start following some of the conversations. Super supportive community for answering questions. Um, and uh, yeah, so you can check them out. But check out People's Pint. People's Pint, we wanted to give them some love because like all breweries right now, everyone's in a tight spot. Now, my phone's recording something, so I'm going to have to do this from memory. Golly gee darn it. Uh, I really wish I'd thought of that. Doug specifically told me what was going on. I believe the tap room is closed, but they're doing online orders with delivery and possibly they're working on pickup, I think he said. But here's what you do. Look up People's Pint on whatever social media platform you prefer or just the good old Google um, and you'll find them and you can ask them and say, so what's the deal? How do I get some of your beer? I've heard good things about this Time Lord. This bearded hipster from Toronto told me about it. Um, so check out that. Place an order with them. As I say, every brewery needs all the help they can get right now. Um, so yeah, if you can, if you're looking for some beer, and uh, especially if you're more West End, by all means, give them some support, throw some uh, love behind them, and uh, help them through this pretty difficult time. I read today somewhere that we might be looking at another two to three months of this kind of social isolation. <sighs> I need a drink. Mm. Anyway, what else have we got going on? Well, I do have an event to talk about. And of course, if you were listening on Monday evening, you will know what I am talking about. It's the BYOB TBP. I really didn't think through all the initials, but we're going to have a little party on Monday. Shortly after 9 p.m., I'm coming online like I do pretty much every Monday for the past sort of six or so weeks. And I will be recording an app just like this. But this is where you come in. If you're listening right now on the podcast, jump onto Instagram and look up at Toronto Beer Podcast. I'd like to keep things simple. Alternatively, go on to YouTube and search Toronto Beer Podcast. It's uniform. What can I say? Give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, whatever, and then be ready. 
next Monday after 9 p.m. It's usually more like 9, 10, 9, 15, unless there's some sort of technological problem, in which case then it's more like 9.45. But just keep your eyes on the screen, which you're probably going to be staring at anyway. And when I go live, you'll get a little notification and you can jump on with me, watch along with what I'm doing and bring a beer. And we're going to talk about it. Hopefully, there'll hopefully be some people in the comments saying, hey, check this out. I'm drinking a whatever. Uh, on Monday past, friend of the pod, Josh L. pointed out he was drinking a whiskey, which I would give as a long shot beer connection. It sort of is rooted in the same ingredients as uh, beer, but obviously different process. But I'll give that one. Don't get crazy, though, guys. If any one of you comes in with a hard seltzer, I'm booting you out of the group if that's physically possible. I don't know if it is. I'm pretty new to all this. But anyway, that's going to be Monday sometime after 9 p.m. We're going to have a little BYOB party and talk about what we're having. I just had a conversation with a guy, a friend of mine. Um, he's playing in a poker game tonight and said, oh, if it's a good game, I'll get you in it next week. Which, hey, cool, maybe. I like a bit of poker. I never loved video poker. I like touching the cards and the chips and being at the table and having a beer and looking around. I see what you're up to. Video poker's a little harder, but I guess in these socially distant times, one can't be too choosy. Um, but he was saying he was having a conversation with some friends of his. They were having a Zoom meeting for a beer. It's just a bunch of guys on Zoom drinking a beer as if they were at a bar, which is great. It's maybe not necessarily my cup of tea, but that's great. Stay in touch. Um, Especially, there's a lot of talk. Let's get serious. There's a lot of talk, and I'm beginning to feel it a little bit myself, and I'm really sensing it a lot in uh, the people around me that I love, that this is going to be mentally really tough, uh, and it's getting harder the longer we have to do it. And so little things like that could make a big difference. Um, social distancing doesn't mean you can't go out and be with people if you're doing it right. So perhaps you have a dog that you need to take for a walk, and you have a friend nearby. You and that friend could walk along, you know, the sidewalk on opposite sides of the sidewalk, or as long as you've got that two meters distance, if that's going to help you mentally get through this, that's a, that's a reasonable thing to do. Um, spend some time with other people, uh, especially people you can talk to, uh, if you are having trouble, you, you know, sometimes just naming it, pointing at it helps, um, but often it requires actually doing that out loud. So if you've got somebody like that, by all means. Heck, next Monday night at the BYOB party, if that's what you need, man, do it. Come on in. Tell us what you're drinking and say I'm having a real hard time. And uh, I just needed to hang out with some people and drink a beer. We can be here for you for that. And uh, I know a lot of people are feeling that. So uh, take care of each other. Uh, check in on people. Especially if you know somebody and you haven't heard from them in a while. Uh, might be worth just a quick note, quick message, whatever it is. Say, hey, just thinking about you. Everything okay? Anything you need done? Um, little things like that can go a long, long, long way. Uh, but yeah, be good to each other. I probably won't do an app between now and Monday, but you never know. Who knows? I got nothing but time. So until Monday or the next time I talk at you. Be good, drink some good beer, buy beer from your local brewery, please. Uh, keep them in, in business, and we'll talk at you real, real soon.